Hello, my beautiful babies. I'm your host, Tiana Thompson, and this is Affirmations of a Bad Bitch. I hope you all are doing wonderful. I have a lot to tell you on next week's solo episode, but today I have Miss Sloan Elizabeth, and I am going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. Awesome. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Um, I am a food freedom coach and holistic wellness expert, and I teach women how to eat with love and intuition. So I blend science with spirituality and manifestation um, to help people stop dieting, restricting, obsessing, etc., so that they can have the best relationships with food and their body possible. Um, and I also love seeing that trickle into moving with love and intuition, um, dating with love and intuition, even living mm-hmm. with love and intuition. I really believe everything is just energy. And for a lot of people that healing journey starts with food. Yes. And so where do you, um, where do you kind of tell people to start with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's funny because a lot of people ask like for tips and tricks like oh how do i just like start doing intuitive eating and that's why i created my method of eating with love and intuition it's not Mm -hmm. just something that you can do there aren't just 10 principles that you can check off the list there is a structure there are principles i guess it's a method um but it's not about tips and tricks because if i just tell you to do something to stop the binge eating then you're just fighting action with action and that's what kind of at the top of the pyramid is the Mm -hmm. action, the behavior. But what drives your behavior at the bottom, it's your self or not your self-limiting beliefs all the time. It's your subconscious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Your subconscious mind rules the show. And so based on what is in your subconscious mind, that will inform your conscious thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. Based on your conscious thoughts and feelings, you'll take action. So if we're just fighting action with action, right? And Tiana, you're binging and I say, okay, do this. It's just, it's so surface level, right? We're still at the surface when ultimately your relationship with food isn't really about food at Mm -hmm. the root of it or the reason why you're dieting or the reason why you're restricting. So where do you start? In the subconscious mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. And whenever I say this to people who are like ready to, you know, heal the relationships with food, they're like, it's like a sigh of relief. They're like, oh, yeah, I know. They already know it. Yeah. On some level, maybe not consciously, Mm -hmm. but like they're sold. Subconsciously. (laughs) Exactly. And ultimately, I see very common roots around um, control. That's Mm -hmm. a humongous one. Um, Self-worth, just like in general. Feeling lovable, Mm -hmm. especially if, you know, I've heard people say, well, my mom taught us that like if you don't look a certain way, then nobody's going to want to marry you. So like you don't feel lovable by your mom. You don't feel like someone else is going to love you like a partner. Um, So yeah, control, perfectionism, self-worth um, lovability. That's where we start. Yeah. So like you said, it really has nothing to do with food itself. No. And at the same time, like I do love bringing in the science and the gentle nutrition. Mm -hmm. It just isn't where we start. Like I want, you know, all of the listeners and all my clients to feel really empowered to build plates that, you know, nourish their physical bodies that feel good, but that's just not the root of it. So we Mm -hmm. just don't start there. 
Yeah. And um, you guys, we already recorded like an entire episode, literally like 20, 30 minutes. And I accidentally was not recording the entire time. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are redoing this. Um, so Sloan, I'm sorry, you have to hear it again, but I'm going to no. say it for the listeners. Um, I was telling her that I sometimes like before bed, I will be hungry and I will kind of battle in my mind. Oh, it's too late. I shouldn't be eating before bed because that's going to make me gain weight, you know? And it's like, that's stupid. If I'm hungry, I should eat. My body's telling me I'm hungry for a reason. Yeah, totally. And I will give the same response that I Mm -hmm. gave to you because I think it's important, (laughs) um, which is that when you are sleeping, you are fasting and that is enough. And the whole intermittent fasting thing, especially for women, is quite dangerous, especially for our menstrual cycles and our hormones. Um, for men, it literally is different. And for women, it's different. And so if you have an abundance of food in your fridge, if that is something that you are blessed with and you have an abundance of access to the grocery stores and like you're hungry, you owe it to yourself and to your body to eat. And there's no reason to punish yourself or to tough it out or to prove that you could go an extra hour or it's not a big deal. Your body responds like, no, that is a big deal because food is at the bottom of Maslow's pyramid of needs. Mm -hmm. Like as humans, like basic needs at the bottom are like food, shelter, safety. And so if you don't have food, your body feels unsafe. You go into fight or flight. You get stressed Mm -hmm. out. And metabolism literally everything. Literally everything. Your metabolism slows down because your body's like, oh shit, we don't have enough. There's restriction. There's literally maybe a famine. Like I'm telling you, your, your hind brain, your primal brain has the same exact fight or flight responses that we literally evolved with. So mm-hmm. your metabolism slows down because your body's trying to conserve the food and the energy that it does have. Because what if this is actually the last time that you got to eat? Right. Eat your midnight snack and eat in the morning. Intermittent fasting, especially like that morning thing where you only drink coffee is just bullshit. Yeah. So I do have to say I am guilty of occasionally having a cold brew and my anxiety medicine for breakfast. I have to admit it, but usually, (laughs) usually I do have breakfast. And like I told you earlier, um, Mm. I try to seed cycle. So usually I have like Greek yogurt and then I'll put some fruit and then um, my seeds and like granola in it. Nice. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Um, Yeah, the whole caffeine on an empty stomach thing, it's just not a vibe because like cortisol isn't necessarily a bad thing. We wake up from cortisol similarly to how we naturally have melatonin that encourages us to go to sleep. Cortisol is what wakes us up. So that's a good thing. Like we have this natural rise in cortisol. It's already on the rise. And then you're like shooting it up 10 more levels with caffeine. Um, And so if you have something in your stomach first, it basically helps to like slow down the caffeine absorption Mm -hmm. um, and help your body feel safe with nourishment to start the day so that you're not just like doubly stressed out. Yes. So I'm getting better. Um, (laughs) And yes, I feel like definitely during the day I, I do snack a lot. Um, I would rather eat a bunch of like snacks though, instead of actual meals, which I feel like sometimes can be like a bad thing, but 
It depends on your body, honestly. And this is like my method of coaching also is like, I never want to tell you or my clients or the audience like what to eat Mm -hmm. because I don't know what feels best for you. I don't know what you're in the mood for. I don't know how your taste buds feel. Um, So I'm not here to tell you what to eat. And that's very different from like diet culture. Um, What I am here to do is empower you to know honestly and intuitively what your body, your, you know, mind and your soul are asking for. Mm -hmm. So that's why I do offer, you know, gentle nutrition. I offer the science, like here are the facts. So when it comes to snacking and grazing versus like three solid meals, it's kind of a blood sugar question. Um, I just find that when I'm having three solid meals and I'm building them well and I have, you know, plenty of fats and proteins and carbs and like they're well-rounded that I feel more stable energy wise and I'm not thinking about food, but if you're snacking and so therefore you're eating every hour, every two hours, Mm -hmm. it can happen that like you're always thinking about food, which can be distracting. And especially for my clients who have struggled with like disordered eating, dieting, and like obsessively thinking about food all the time, we want to help them not think about food all the time. So that means maybe not eating less, but like having those three solid meals so that in between you can really tell your body and your mind hey like we're safe we're full we're good we don't have to think about food right now it's Mm -hmm. okay but if it feels better for your stomach and for your brain and for your taste buds to do more of like those small snacks and grazing throughout the day you do you i would just encourage you and everyone to make sure that it's intentional and really based on your intuition and not just autopilot because that's just how Mm -hmm. you've always done things yes and the autopilot thing I definitely relate to that I notice now that I like I stopped just sitting and watching tv or doing something and just eating Mm -hmm. and like actually paying attention to eating Mm -hmm. and it's way different because I feel like I'm eating less like Mm -hmm. at a time but it's like I feel better because I'm not eating so much and my stomach hurts. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's so key because your body cues are sensitive. Just like our like signs from the universe sometimes can be sensitive until the universe screams at us, mm-hmm. right? And like something crazy happens. Your body is sensitive until it starts screaming and you get sick or you start binging and your body's mm-hmm. like, yo, stop fucking ignoring me. Yeah. So the cues are sensitive. So giving yourself that like safe space to actually tune into your hunger cues, your fullness cues, your taste cues, and not having the loud distraction of like a colorful TV or like (laughs) TikTok, which is like new stimulation every three (laughs) seconds. Yeah, definitely going to help you feel more mindful and in touch with your food. And Mm -hmm. when you feel in touch with your food, it just builds that relationship. Like it is a relationship. It's a two-way street. Like you're right. one entity and the food is the other. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to kind of backtrack and go back to, you said something about, um, you know, it's not really about food. Like what are you, what is your body actually needing? Like what are you craving? Um, and this was last winter, I was like in a really bad place mentally, super depressed. And all I wanted was like candy and sugar. And I was like, why am I always wanting sweets? Mm-hmm. And um, I think I saw online somewhere like somebody said something about craving sweets as a way of like your body, like craving, like wanting to be loved. And I was like, 
damn, like that's kind of sad. Like <laughs> that's really sad. <laughs> mm, yeah. But I don't feel that way anymore. Now, like, I mean, I crave sweets, but it's more I'll eat like fruit, not an, an entire bag of gushers or something. Sure, sure. And I eat dessert like pretty much every day. Like mm-hmm. I love dessert and sugar is not the devil. It's not addicting. But you're so right that oftentimes we'll be eating because we're hungry for something else. We're not yes. hungry for the food, right? You were like hungry for dopamine probably. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I, I think it said. Yeah. Totally. And so that's why I'm always saying like the food is the surface level. And that's sometimes helpful because it just like points out the things that are going on deeper below the surface. Literally, I've never made this analogy before, but just like the skin is sometimes an indication of what's going on internally, but it's mm-hmm. just that we can see. So we notice it and then it's like, huh, why am I having this hormonal acne? Oh, it's because of my hormones, which are internal, which I can't see. Yes. Oh, why am I binging on candy every day? Oh, it's because of some internal emotion and turmoil and feeling that I can't see, but my body is showing me that that's what I need to deal with. Yes. It's so crazy. Like once I made that connection, I was just like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, Mm, damn. I love that. I love those light bulb moments also. Mm -hmm. Like looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, that was, you know, I was down there. But it's also you can look at how far you've come and that's what I choose to do. So I love that. I love that. Um. It looks like this is only going to let us keep recording for eight more minutes. Okay. But we're going to keep talking for the whole entire eight minutes and two seconds. Um, so we were talking earlier. Oh, I told you about me coming off of birth control. Yeah. And my hormones being all sorts of fucked up from that. Yeah. So I am seed cycling. Um, and you were telling me about hormones and – yes. Rerun that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I practice seed cycling also. And as we were both saying, like, it's not a hard, fast rule. There's not a ton of clinical science on it yet. And all of the seeds involved in seed cycling are beneficial for your health and for your hormones, just with the magnesium and the zinc. So if you don't know what seed cycling is, basically, it's a practice where for the first half of your cycle, so menstruation and then follicular phase, you're eating pumpkin seeds and flax seeds every day, like a tablespoon of each. And then once you ovulate, that's like halfway. And then for your ovulation and your luteal phase, that's when you're eating sunflower seeds and sesame seeds. So as I was saying, I eat my sesame seeds via tahini and I love tahini. So if I'm in phase one and I want tahini, I'm going to have the tahini. And then I like doing the seed cycling because it just encourages me to get those seeds in, which are beneficial for my body and my hormones Mm -hmm. in general. And when I'm approaching ovulation, I'm like, ooh, is it time to switch my seeds yet? And it just brings me deeper into connection with my cycle, which is really cool. And I just like that it encourages me to be in touch. Yes, that's what I love about it too, is just being so aware of my body and then making the connections like, oh, I'm feeling kind of tired. My body's kind of hurting today. And then being able to see, oh, it's because I'm in this day of my cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's going on. I know exactly yeah. what it is. You know, what's kind of crazy. I 
often months, like oftentimes I will know when I'm 10 days away from getting my period. Like that's like the day I think that my like PMS, like Mm -hmm. luteal phase starts because I will just have a weird day and I'm like, Ooh, got to check my app. Yep. Day 10. 10 Like (laughs) that is crazy, but I believe it. I think mine's like days, like seven days before, like an Mm -hmm. entire week I start cramping. And I'm like, I have to do this for like two weeks out of the month. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So I will share again because I would love for, you know, anyone that needs to hear this to try it. The Elix um, herbs, as I was saying, Tiana, like we are allowed to use medicine and Mm -hmm. plants and herbs to help our bodies get, you know, further into alignment. There's nothing wrong with needing some support. And so there's one herbal tincture that I've tried that I genuinely feel like makes a difference in my cycle in terms of less like acne, less bloating, less mood disruption. And it feels like my actual period is healthier. Like my Mm -hmm. blood is actually like a brighter red. And also I have an IUD. So like, I think that has impacted like the blood health literally and like the Mm -hmm. oxygenation. So even though I have the IUD, I've noticed that taking this does help and like improve my periods. Um, and so if you want to try it, it's Elix, E-L-I-X, and it's based on Chinese medicine. And basically you go to their website and you take a quiz and you put in your specific symptoms, of course, like check with a doctor. Um, and then they make like a personalized tincture for you. And like, it has your name on the bottle and, um, it's really cute. And I notice a difference definitely. So my coupon code if anyone wants to use it like totally yes. don't have to but it's available is sloan e15 so s-l-o-a-n-e e15 perfect i will definitely be using that thank you for sharing that of course um you guys definitely go and take the quiz get you some tinctures take care of your cycle um mm-hmm. like the feminine cycle is so important that literally rules our lives Literally, and it also kind of rules the world. Ew. No, don't even get me started, bitch, because I, I'm sick of these men and like just the entire system built around the structure even of male hormones. They rise in the morning, they fall Literally. in the evening. We aren't like that. We no. need 28 days. Like yes. it's it's bullshit. <laughs> I know. And I always like I work for myself, so I can like use that, but even though I work for myself, I notice me not because I am still like comparing myself to just the the majority of the world, which is like based in that male um, patriarchy. And so whenever my clients are like, yeah, but like my boss isn't going to understand if I'm trying to cycle sync and like plan my projects based around my ovulation. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're, we're in an age of awakening and like talking about it with your loved ones, with your female friends or male friends, actually talk about it with your male friends. Also, is so important and you can also cycle sync just in other areas of life like with workouts yes, like we were everything. saying yes literally exactly. everything even you said um like your social life going yeah. out when you're ovulating staying home when you're uh, menstruating yeah. so yes i love that um yeah. we only have about two more minutes so is there anything else you would like to add if not we can go ahead and say our affirmations 
<sighs> I mean, this has been amazing and I trust that the universe was flowing through us and had us re-record this for some reason. Oh my goodness. Um, but I would say the main thing that I would love everyone to know is that having food freedom, eating with love and intuition is possible for literally every single person. Um, if you have any doubts, DM me and I will prove you wrong. Yes. Um, but I just want everyone to know that like this is available for you. Dieting, restricting, struggling does not have to be your reality. Yes. And you guys, I will link all of Sloan's information down below her Instagram, all of that. I will also add the coupon code so we don't forget. And um, Sloan, repeat after me for our affirmations. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I love you so much. Okay. I am strong. I am strong. I am kind. I am kind. I am loved. I am loved. And I send love. And I send love. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so special. Yes, it was so fun. All right, you guys, sending love.